Now on Radio Italia Uno. It's time for Happy Business Radio with Peter Salerno. An hour where we have lots of fun with very interesting guests. We talk about how to start, build, and increase your business. Right now, on Radio Italia Uno, 87.6 FM. Hello, hello, hello. Good morning, good afternoon, and good night, and thank you for listening. And the reason why we say good morning, good afternoon, and good night is because we are lucky enough to have this on Monday from 2 to 3, every Monday on Radio Italia Uno here in Adelaide, and podcasted around the world. Very pleased to say that I know that we're in over 30 countries at the moment listening to us on podcast, and so thank you very much to all those people over there listening to us. And uh, it really is a pleasure to be able to um, get messages from people and, um, you know, text messages and, and a whole lot of other messages such as, like, I've become almost personal friends with uh, some of the friends and the, of uh, Radio Italia Uno and some of the friends of Happy Business Radio. You know, our friend over in uh, um, Nepal and Bhutan and uh, uh, India and, you know, uh, over in Ganda, uh, Uganda, uh, Ghana, um, just quite a lot, and I've, just lately I've been getting emails uh, and messages from all of them, and and I've been getting on their Facebook page, or, or they send messages to my Facebook page, um, and we see what they're doing, and it's really good that um, we talked about some time back now, like six nine months ago or more, we talked about how people can volunteer to help, you know, create um, a movement, and all of a sudden more and more people want to volunteer. And um, there were some people from Australia that went over to Bhutan to help build a school. And then um, somebody, there was a village there that got destroyed in a, a landslide and somebody said, well, let, let's help the village. And the same group of people that went to help the locals who went to help the foreigners who went over there um, ended up building some huts. And all of a sudden they built this little village or rebuilt this village. And, and the other day I got a message saying now they've electrified it. <laughs> So, you know, it's just little things like that. And I could see the photographs of the pathways and the things and, and all the plumbing that was there, you know, and very primitive plumbing, but at least it's plumbing, you know. Um, so I, I just want to say thank you uh, for sending the photographs. And, and uh, uh, you know, when you see things like that and you think that people from here, and I was talking to somebody the other night as well, that how they go over to Kenya and they build schools and they help uh, the community instead of um, sitting in a small little classroom with with you know no facilities, all of a sudden people from Australia are donating and people from other parts of the world are donating, and and they've built um, more and more schools and more and more classrooms, and uh, uh, the you know it it warms my heart it really does it brings a tear to my eye sometimes when I think. You know, we throw away computers, we throw away video games, we, especially this time of the year. We have so many toys that our children don't use anymore, you know, uh, Nintendos and all these other, I don't even know the names of the toys, but all these little computer things, hand things and old things, and, and people over there don't even have anything like that, you know. So if we have something like that that we can, uh, you know, at the bottom of the cupboard that we've never used for, for years because kids grow out of games so quickly, why don't we just give those games to a charity, to an organisation that can pass them on, you know, pass it on and and uh, hand it forward, pay it forward sort of thing, you know. And I tell you what, it's really, really heartwarming to hear and to see uh, what some uh, people from Adelaide here have been doing um, overseas. And more importantly, there were some people here from... Um, I just want to say this, and I know uh, it's got nothing to do with everything else, but it's got to do with everything, <laughs> you know, because this is what business is all about. This is what happy business is all about. This is about creating happy people who are happy to help, you know, and not only because it's seasons or whatever, Christmas or whatever, but it's the beginning of the year. It's the time to, to look at where do you want to be this time next year? Where do you want to be this time next year? And let's be a bit more grateful for what we have, you know. Um, and so many people are worried about what they don't have or the COVID and what's, what restrictions they have and what, you know, what's bad about it. Let's just start just for a minute you know, test yourself, write a list of 10 things that you're grateful for. And if you can't find a list of 10 things to grateful for, you better send me an email. <laughs> All right, look, um, that's my grant and that's my uh, 
gratitude because I am just so grateful that, you know, I have made some wonderful friends this year. We are growing our podcast. We are growing our um, helping people. We're just helping people. And it's not me. I keep saying it's not me. It's my guests. It's the people in the studio that help us out. It's the guests. My guests are what makes this show. It's not me. Because uh, if, if it wasn't for me, my guest would still be there, you know. Um, so the fact is, I want to say thank you to all the guests that have been on over the years, and especially this year. And this next year, um, we're looking at ways of improving the show. We're looking at ways of of giving you more of what you want, and um, you know, making it very, very interesting and helping people to help others. And that's what this is really all about. So my special guest today is uh, Nikki, and uh, Nikki, I've known for a few years now, and her husband um, is a crash repair or uh, a smash repair. And, you know, he repairs cars that get into accidents. Um, so that's probably, you know, different countries call it differently, you know. Um, but Nikki, and her surname is Vasilelis. It's a good Greek name. So <laughs> good Greek name. A good Greek name. <laughs> Nikki, welcome to the program. It's a pleasure to be here. Yeah. Now, I know that we've had you... I think some time ago, we ha- a few years ago, we had last, you on. Last year. Yeah, was it last year, year before? We had you on uh, uh, when we were at the radio station doing it there. And we were live from the radio station. And we're on Radio Italia Uno, 87.6 FM. You can hear us every Monday in Adelaide or across Australia or on your devices. And, uh, of course, pick us up on podcasts. And the good thing about it is people ring me up and say, oh, that person you had on or that, that consultant or that lady you had on um, – well, now you can just go back and listen to the podcast and find them. So it's really great. <laughs> but, Nikki, um, the reason why I brought you on, because it, it's part of gratitude. It's part of this time of the year, you know, the end of one year, the beginning of a new year, um, cycles of, of life and stuff like that. You, you've done a lot of different things in your life. And, you know, it's, it's uh, interesting that at different times in our lives, we don't always know what's going to come next. That's correct. You know, and you've gone through, um, you know, a, a, I suppose you've had a, a reasonably good life compared to uh, some people. You've had a, a good life, but then you've you've been struck down by an illness, um, and it's changed your life around. It's made you appreciate it even more. And, it, it certainly has. And and that's that's the sort of things that we want to talk about. So let's go back and just talk about what you did in the past, you know, like when you first left school and your first jobs and those sort of things. Okay. Because women today think, and men as well, still think that they get a job and stay there. You know, you go to school, you graduate, you get a job and that's it, or you get a career. But today it seems that people not only change jobs so often, but they also change careers. Yes. Quite a lot. Okay, so... I want to just talk about that and how how you see what's happened to you and what's happening to your life now. So in the past, what happened? Tell us. In the past. Well, I began as a casual waitress for Pizza Hut for four and a half years. Yep. I studied a diploma in health surveying. Mm -hmm. I was fortunate to get a job with the City of Marion, a large progressive council, Mm -hmm. in 1985. Mm -hmm. I worked that for 10 entire years. I was a public health officer. So the, the reason why I'm saying this because a lot of people think that they have to come out of school and they have to have a really good job straight away, you know. Uh, if not, they think their life's ended. You know, you left school and, like I said, you, you were waitressing for a while, but at the same time you studied more, you see. And that's what I remember going to school when I was at high school and the first thing, the, you know, at one of the first assemblies and the, the headmaster said, oh, when, it's not until you leave school that you're going to really start to learn. <laughs> Well, in, in my know. case, I mean, I, I wanted to study and I yeah. wanted actually, a, I wanted a, um, a secure job and a job that I liked and I would always found, find interesting. Mm-hmm. So I, had, I, I did that and um, I did it for 10 years. Yeah. But life changes. And when I, um, after I gave birth to my daughter, mm-hmm. I stayed home for a year and I went back to work for eight months mm-hmm. and then I had something called postnatal depression. Yep. I had to resign from my work. Yep. Uh, I was away from the public eye for three years. Yep. Um, wasn't a very good time at that time. My daughter was very little. She was about, it was two, That's three, it, yeah. and four. Yep. Uh, I recovered when she turned five and was going to school. Yep. And um, 
then I dedicated my life to raising her. My husband ran a business, Carlin Crash Repairs, at Henley Beach. So we were fortunate to, you know, have a successful business behind us and myself not working didn't make a huge difference to the overall income my of life yep. at the time, yep. which but is very different to now. This is really important to understand. Um, a lot of people don't understand postnatal depression or depression as a, as a whole, and they don't understand that people do go through whatever reason and different different things now that I've been speaking to a lot of doctors and stuff because I've been doing laughter and laughter therapy for many years, you know, over 30 years now. Um, and I think that a lot of people don't understand what causes depression or um, there are so many different things on the spectrum that, than, that can cause it, you know. There are. And then they say, oh, yeah, she's all right, she's just lazy or she's just this or just that. Yes. And it's really hard, the, harsh, the way people yes. try and put a label on it. Of course, and they are. There are many factors to why um, somebody's depressed, mm -hmm. and it's usually um, you know maybe two or three. Yeah, and usually you can identify these after you've gone through, <laughs> and, and you've, if you've gotten better, yep. you can go back to work out what those things were. Yeah, well, that's what the reason why I'm talking about it now because it's the beginning of the year, right? It's the end of one year, the beginning of another year, and we've had a lot of people locked up um, through COVID and and. Uh, you know, these lockdowns that you have to have, you know, um, 14 days, you know, 10 days, whatever they are, period mm -hmm. of time. And then, the, in like in Victoria, they've had the long, the world's record for the most lockdowns, you know, six or seven lockdowns and different regions have been locked down and other regions have been opened up and then locked down again. And it really messes with your brain. It um, really does. And it can do, especially yeah. if you're a very social character. Yeah. And you're not used to being <laughs> alone or... Mm -hmm. And sometimes the husbands and wives and families uh, usually have their own jobs and then they come together at home. Yes. And sometimes they're not, you know, want to sort of be together for that long. Mm. And um, They spend too, a lot of time apart because they'll go to work. You know, by the time you drive to work, there's an hour mm. to get there and an hour to get back minimum yes. for most people. And some people even longer. They take one or two hours to get drive to work and one or two hours to drive home. Um, and then they, they're at work for eight hours. You add that up together, that's 10, 12 hours that people are away from home. Exactly. And, 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 they're, and they're used to being away from home. And then when they are home, they sort of like being at home, but sometimes not so long with, yeah. each, with each other. Yeah, they just want to relax and unwind. And then that's where the, the wife or the other partner says, oh, I, I need some support here, and it's not always given. But it's interesting how we need to talk about this, but we, we also need to take a break. So we'll come back and... Uh, We'll talk about that in a minute, but we've got, before we go to the break, I want to just mention, um, you were like for four or five years in a, in a state of depression. Um, what sort of help were you given at that time? Or d did you go seek help? Or my, my latest depression? No, previous one. We're talking about the first one? Yeah, the first one, yes. Oh, and when the, in the first one, it was, I resigned from my work. Um, at that time, I didn't really go seek yeah, too much help at all. Yeah. Basically, I just stayed at home and, like, you know, became a nothing yeah. for three years and, like, vegetated and I actually lost a lot of weight. I actually yeah. became very, very thin. I had mm -hmm. um, anorexia. Mm -hmm. uh, I have very little photos of that time. At that time, I didn't go and reach out for, for help because I didn't know what was available. What it was, yeah, or but what was available. And, and yep. you, you didn't know what it was and you didn't know what was available. So um, the reason why I'm mentioning this, because there are a lot of people in that situation that mm. don't know what to do, you know. Yes. And, and I, I want to raise it because this is so important to be, you know, people are forced to go back to work because of financial uh, pressures, but they can't be happy at work, you know, and then they take their anxieties and their depression with them at work or yes. to work. And then at work, they're affected or they're affecting other employees. Yes. And they say, why are you so grumpy? You know, why are you always grumpy? Yes. And, if they knew, they wouldn't be grumpy. Well, then the thing is that productivity will go down yes. in what they're planning to do, and especially if they're working in a team with other people. Mm -hmm. And also their depression, because you know, fall on the others. Mm -hmm. And it's a really hard front to keep yes. during, uh, together. And um, Yeah, well, what we'll do, we'll take a break and we'll come back and we'll talk about that and how it, it keeps reoccurring until you fix it. <laughs> Our independence is everything. 
Brazier Mobility has been creating independence for people for over 30 years. Brazier Mobility specialises in tailored vehicle solutions to keep you active, ensuring your vehicle modification suits your needs, offering you unlimited freedom. Brazier Mobility boasts a team of highly skilled technicians working in a state-of-the-art facility located here in South Australia. No compromises are made when it comes to client satisfaction. Call them for a friendly chat on 1800 Brazier or visit their website braziermobility.com.au Brazier Mobility, creating independence. As your parents get older, at some stage it's likely they'll need your help. At Southern Cross Care, we'd love to help you help them. Our wide range of quality home care services are designed to take care of mum and dad, their health, home and even garden. We're compassionate, capable, police checked and proudly South Australian. If you want the best home care for your parents, call 1800 852 772 or visit southerncrosscare.com.au. Better, better, better for life. Yo, ciao, Armando Paradiso from Unique Stone, delivering quality stone tops to South Australia for over 20 years. Granite, marble, Caesar Stone, Unique Stone. Granito, Marmo, Caesar Stone, Unique Stone. Thinking stone bench tops to your kitchen, bathroom, or furniture? Unique Stone at Jacobson Crescent, Holden Hill. Call us now, 8266-2280. Unique Stone, we won't be beaten. Come on, che stai facendo? Yo, chiama adesso. Hi, I'm Matt McQuinley. Join me each Monday evening from 6 to 7 p.m. for Change the World with Matt McQuinley on Radio Italia Uno. We focus on changing the world for the better by taking personal responsibility, destroying victim philosophy, canceling cancel culture, and by discussing as well as listening to each other on topics like leadership, cultural trends, beliefs, business, history, world events, and more. Change the world with Matt McQuinley on Radio Italia Uno 87.6 FM Radio Italia 1 Sito internet www.italia1.com.au Seguici anche sulla nostra pagina Facebook e Instagram Radio Italia 1 You're listening to Peter Saluno on Happy Business Radio on Radio Italia 1 87.6 FM Okay, thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you for listening on Radio Italia Uno 87.6 FM every Monday from 2 till 3 and, of course, on podcast um, across the world. And uh, thank you to all the people overseas that are listening. It, it, it really is a joy to be able to um, put a show together and then find that people not only here in Australia but overseas are actually interested in what we're talking about and regularly send us messages so if anybody's out there and look if this has hit a point please um during the show we're going to talk about depression we're going to talk about uh cancer we're going to talk about the COVID and how it's affecting us all and you know in your perspective countries i'm sure you have a lifeline or somewhere that you can ring you know in australia there's lifeline there's several other agencies that um, can help you and, and if you need help, like I said, please give me a call, send me an email. And I always say the same thing. If I can't help you, I know somebody that can. I will find somebody that can. And it doesn't matter where you are in the world, we are able to help you because, um, you know, making a phone call is not that hard now. And uh, doing a, a, a Skype call or whatever, a Zoom call, we can do all that to help you. Okay, so um, give us a call. Let us know if you need help. Now, um, my guest today is Nikki Vasilelis, and um, that's pronounced Vasilelis, or how do you pronounce it in Greek? Vas- Vasilelis. Va- Vasilelis? I, I got it just about right. <laughs> <laughs> yes. yeah. It's a Greek name. It's a Greek name. We, we have fun with Greeks because I'm Italian background, and Greeks and Italian, we, there's a saying that says, una facci, una razza, and translated, it says, one face, one race. <laughs> so Greeks and Italians are very, very similar. In a lot of culture, uh, Greeks and Italians are similar. Of course, there's a lot of, uh, you know, dissimilarities or things that aren't the same. But um, 
the, the point is, as a whole, uh, Greeks and Italian get on very well and we've always supported each other, especially here in Australia. Now, um, Nikki and I have been friends, like I said, for quite a while. I've, I've known about her uh, and her, her husband for quite a while. We, we socialise, we go out. Uh, Nikki's a mad rock and roll dancer and uh, follows the rock and roll scene still. Um, but we're talking about Nikki's depression. And the reason why we're talking about Nikki's depression is because she's opening up to help other people, other women, other men, other boys, other children. Um, unfortunately, we've had some tragic situations over these last couple of years uh, because of COVID, because of lockdown, because of people finding themselves depressed and not even knowing why they're depressed. And Nikki was just saying during the break how when she first got depressed, she didn't know exactly why until much, much later. So is that like you said that, right, Nikki? That yes. Yeah. When you Very were, true. Yeah, when you were depressed, you, you didn't know really what caused it until two or three years later while you were still going through the depression that yes. then many, you, when you got help and you realised what it was, you know? Well, many years later because I, my, that was my first depression yeah. um, back when I was uh, 33. Mm-hmm. And I left my work, you know, I was, you know, I had to leave my work, 33, 34, 35. Yep. So just tell us quickly, what did you say was the cause of your depression at that time? At, at that time, at that time it was about control. Mm-hmm. Uh, I look at it in hindsight. I had a controlling boss mm-hmm. and dominating boss. I had some control in some family members. Yep. And, um, you know, I had to be the best at my work because, you know, I was a public health officer and I wanted to be the best at that. So I had to listen to control and then... I had family values because I come from a culture, a Greek culture. You know, there are things you do when you're married. And mm-hmm. um, and then I couldn't really be myself. Mm. Um, so I tended to others more than myself. Yep. And this is a problem that people find themselves in. They, they, they have, like, uh, control by others, outside influences that are causing the pain internally, you know. And, and it's... It's like I say, with with if you're blowing up a balloon, you know, or a soccer ball or whatever, you know, you blow it up, the pressure inside is what's going to cause it to blow up. Well, it does. It, it, it's not the pressure from outside as much as the pressure inside. So we put pressure on ourselves and we don't realise that we're putting pressure on ourselves. But by something happening externally, we feel it internally and that's where the pressure builds up. Absolutely, yep. and, and the other factor, obviously, was I, I was trying to have a baby, and I couldn't have one. I had everything but the baby. So mm-hmm. we think we live in perfect worlds, yes. right? But we don't live in a perfect world. Yes, and we've got to deal with the imperfections all around us, and the pressure of uh, you and know social pressures of having a baby. Yeah, the, having a baby, the family pressures. You know, why? Why have you had a baby? baby yet? And because yes. you think everything's going to be, you know, A yeah. B C D E, but yeah. it's not. Yes. Yeah, it's just a little mount. It's a little mountain or a big mountain you have to deal with. That was probably the, the first one I had to deal with. Yes, yes. So the point is, then um, you you got some help and you you uh, went back to work and you did other things. But what what I want to say was because some people think that depression is your one fix, bang. And and I've been studying this for a long time with laughter and laughter therapy. I know depression is like everything; it comes around again. And if you know, if you don't yes. fix it the first time properly, if you don't look at all the aspects of it, it's like building a house. If you don't put the good foundation down, a really, really strong foundation, the walls are going to crack. And it's not only yes. going to crack in one area. As soon as you fix a crack in one corner, you'll find the other corner cracks. You know, and this yes. is what happens. Absolutely. So I talk about foundations. So the point is that you went back to work. You you thought you had your life back in order. All of a sudden, something else happened. And yes, and you fell into a big, d- deeper depression. Oh yes, because that was that was the first little mountain I had to deal with, mm-hmm. and um, then after that, actually, after I had my daughter, I was depressed. I got myself back together again, mm-hmm. and then I had to deal with um, more depression. Yeah. actually, in the later years, and uh, uh, I only recovered from the the I lost children in between. Yep, and. Um, and I allowed people to control me again. Yes, you see, and um, and from the the start from 2012, 13, 14, and 15, I was in a deeper depression. Mm. So it returned. Yep. But see, th- this is what I'm talking about, and this is why we want to raise this because a lot of people who are in this state of depression 
are forced to go to work because of financial needs. And then when they go to work, you mentioned it a while ago, they're at work, but their productivity is down. Yes. And then the boss says, why aren't you working? Why aren't you, you know, mm. how come you can't mm. catch up to the others? Or why, you know, we need this file now and now. And there's more and more and more. And then that depression, unbeknownst to a lot of people, turns out to other areas where they lash out at, you yes. know, and then some of them become alcoholics as well or they yes. become other things yeah. they they do other things to try yeah. and relieve the depression yeah. so people go to have to a, they different go start having addictions addictions Addin- addictions yeah. are like alcoholism going to drugs drugs uh, promiscuity yes. um you know hanging around the wrong people yep and um but i discovered from my, my last depression i mean fortunately i didn't go to any of those extremes or hurt anybody yes. And something was keeping me, you know, right on the line. <laughs> but uh, I, I do know now the help is in the way of I did ring Lifeline. Yep. Lifeline was actually quite valuable. Yes. When you're alone at home making that phone call because you don't know what you're going to do. I was someone who was suicidal. Yep. It's something my daughter doesn't want to remember too much about. And um, I can't remember what I was saying, but apparently I was saying things that were, you know, not yep. appropriate. It's something you don't do. And I do know that, you know, there are um, mental health institutions that you can be taken to because I was taken to, I took myself in the beginning mm-hmm. from 2012 to public health hospitals mm-hmm. and was admitted into the uh, mental health clinics because I knew something was wrong. I identified myself yep. as having something wrong more than somebody else. Uh, at one point, I was hospitalised in 2015 in the, a private health institution mm-hmm. in Adelaide. Yep. Uh, for about half of that year. Yeah, well, this is the point that I want to raise. You know, it's, you know, sometimes you have to take the bull by the horns, as they say. Mm. You have to take control of yourself or you have to give control to somebody else, somebody around you, a family member, yes. a, a brother, a sister, yep. a mother, a, a husband, a, a wife, you know, your best friend or a relative to come in and say, hey, listen, you need help. Let me mm. help you. Let you know. Go to the appropriate authorities. Ring up. The, you know, if you're religious, go to your priest. Go to mm. your minister. Go to the monk. Go to somebody. You know, go to a brother. Yes. Go to a sister. Yes. You know, ask a doctor and keep yeah. asking for yes. help. You know, and that's it's so important. And I can't emphasize this enough. We want to make 2002, uh, you know, the happiest. Yep. Of life, you know, yes. you want to make your life better and better and better. You know, it doesn't matter where you are now. It doesn't yeah. matter where you are now. You could be at the bottom of the bo- bottle or the bottle in the barrel. You know, what I'm saying is if you want to get out of the bottle, you want to get out of the barrel, you want to get out of the drugs, you want to get out of this thing mm-hmm. and this circle of uh, never ending uh, crap that's happening, let's stop. Let's look at where we want to be in. You know, three weeks' time, six weeks' time, nine weeks' time, 12 weeks' time, and let's start doing it now. Let's start looking for help. Let's start saying, okay, I can't do it. I need help. Yeah. You know, it's, it's very. Uh, this is so important. It's just so important, and I can't stress it enough. And, Nikki, I just thank you so much for being so honest and open with what you're sharing today because I know, I know it's going to help people listening to this, you know, and the fact that you went through it a couple of times and even deeper and deeper the second and third time and, and, you know, you kept going back for help. Hey, I need help. Help me again. And you kept going back. And, And people say, I've been there, done that, didn't help. Well, it doesn't help. It doesn't help the first time or the second time or the third time. You just got to be in the right time at the right place to get the help or you chip away a little bit at a time. And I admire the fact that you kept chipping away at it. You kept going back to the hospital. You kept going back to the doctors. You kept going back and you didn't go the opposite side and say, I'll take some drugs and make me feel better no. or I'll take some, um, no. you know, whatever. You know, so thank you, Nikki. Look, we'll come back and talk about that because this is so, so important. Looking for a new coffee machine for your home or workplace? Look no further than Fine Choice Coffee Solutions, your experts in all things coffee. Why not come in for a chat and a special coffee tasting? You'll find us at 264 Gilbert Street in the city. Mention Radio Dalia Uno and you will receive a free 250 gram bag of freshly roasted coffee beans. 
You can also shop online at www.fccoffee.com.au where you'll find our large range of premium roasted coffee beans, coffee machines, accessories, hot chocolates, teas and lots, lots more. I'm Danielle from Fine Choice Coffee Solutions, your one-stop shop for all things caffeine. When you enter Chiera and Sons Fresh Market and Joanna's Kitchen, it feels just like home. This four-decade young, iconic South Australian business is situated in the Hollywood Plaza, Salisbury. For fresh fruit and veggies, see Tony and Frank and their wonderful staff offering the finest produce and fine foods. And specials last all year, like the Millel Pecorono cheese, just $15.99 per kilo when you buy the entire wheel. Support a family-owned business. Drop in to their Hollywood Plaza store or call 828-33-155. That's 828-33-15. Welcome to the family. Foodland's proudly owned by South Australian families like mine. Our stores are our second home, and just like home, we want you to feel safe and looked after when you visit. Thankfully, our customers have always acted like Mighty South Aussies when shopping with us, which, by the way, supports all the local family-owned brands who produce the essentials you find on our shelves. Great families, great locals, and great food lives here. Foodland, the Mighty South Aussies. Do you want to know how to talk to someone struggling with their mental health? Mental Health Partners specialises in accredited or custom designed mental health training courses. When you leave your course, you'll have confidence to help people in your community. Mental health is everybody's business. Come and join Mental Health Partners in strengthening your community. Check out the website www.mentalhealthpartners.com.au or Call for a quote, 0402 749 850. Hi, I'm David Heath. Join me each Saturday afternoon from 2pm until 5pm with Saturday Sports Scoreboard. No matter what your sports passion, we'll be covering it during our three hours together. I'll be crossing to various sporting events, we'll chat with your favourite sports stars and we'll take your calls. Every Saturday afternoon, 2 until 5, on Radio Italia Uno, 87.6 FM. Vuoi promuovere la tua attività? Vuoi aumentare il tuo volume di affari? Non sai a chi rivolgerti? Chiama Radio Italia Uno. Il nostro staff commerciale è a disposizione per ogni informazione o preventivo personalizzato. Chiama all'82 123177. Radio Italia Uno. E anche tu sarai un numero uno. Radio Italia Uno. You're listening to Peter Saluno on Happy Business Radio on Radio Italia Uno, 87.6 FM. Yes, thank you. Thank you for listening to us on Radio Italia Uno every Monday from 2 till 3 p.m. And, of course, on podcast, thanks to Podcast City. Um, you can listen to podcast anytime, anywhere in the world. And thank you to the people in over 30 countries at the moment that are listening to this podcast because I get emails and messages from those countries we are tracking um, as we're spreading. So please keep sharing. Um, if you hear something on this podcast that you like, please share it with your friends and let us know. And like I keep saying, please support the people that support us. We love our sponsors. We want to say thank you to all our sponsors of the show. We want to say thank you to all the sponsors of Radio Italia Uno. And of course, this year we're looking for new sponsors and we want to help you to uh, any product or service you have, let us know. We'd love to talk to you about how we can help you promote it. So if you've got a product or service that you want to promote, let us know. Um, we'll Let me know personally and I'll give you some really special deals. Okay, so um, our special guest today is Nikki and Nikki's been with us and we're talking about how people go into depression without even realising that they're depressed. And of course then we're talking about how things happen and how we're forced into situations that, you know, even when you think you're out of it, then you go into it a bit deeper. We talked about the fact that um, some people think that they've come out of it and then they haven't done it correctly and uh, haven't fully uh, supported themselves or haven't had the right support around and then they go into a deeper depression. 
Um, and that's your case as well, isn't it? Yes, Nikki? it is, definitely. You know, one thing, I, you know, we don't have much time left, but what I do want to do, I want to admire what you're doing now and what's happened to you in this last year and a bit. Because after having a depression a period where you were depressed for over three years, then you you um, picked yourself up again and you, you, you know, kept on going. And then you went into a deeper depression and uh, you, you know, fell into it again and you went, went down. But you stayed above it. You actually stayed above it in the sense that you didn't go into drugs, you didn't go into rock and roll, you didn't, you didn't do all the things that other people do to uh, try and drown themselves in it or, you know, you, you climbed out of that depression. And, uh, you know, you've got to admire that. So if anybody's out there that thinks that this is it and it's as bad as it gets and, you, you know, you, you just want to commit suicide, look, you know, Nikki's been no. there and done that and I know that she has conquered it and I know a lot of others who have um, and have had help to get out and um, are out of it. But then on top of that, just when you thought that you're out of it, it's like, you know, the, the life says, oh, I'm going to test you one more time. Yes. And, and unfortunately, um, they tested you one more time. At the beginning of the COVID and all that, not only did we all get struck with that and all the restrictions and the rest of it, you got struck with uh, cancer. Yes, I was identified with breast cancer. I went for my regular mammogram. Mm-hmm. And um, they identified a tumour. It was first stage. Fortunately, a deadly tumour. And this is what we're talking about. So just when you think you're up and at them, you think, oh, my goodness, why? And the the fact is life, you know, uh, uh, the universe has a sense of humour. And, and it also has a, a way of testing us. And it said, we're going to test you one more time, Nikki. You did the first one really well. Good. Give you a ticket for that one. You did the next one even better. We'll give you a ticket for that one. <laughs> now, let's see if we can throw this at you and we'll see what happens after that. And you've been, um, you know, all been locked down with, with the COVID and worldwide and that. But you've also been hit with this um, cancer um, lump in your breast. Yes. And, and the reason why we were mentioning that as well is because... We want to encourage more and more women to go and have the mammogram because apparently the the yes. whole thing has been dropped off and not many people are going to check and it and by the time they do check it's too late. That's right. So you know you were lucky you caught it at the first stage. Yes, and the first phase. Yeah, and you've had the operation and that. Yes, and you've had treatment. I've had the removal of the tumor. Yeah, I've had the removal of seventeen lymph nodes from my right arm. Wow. Uh, I've had hard chemotherapy for about seven months, right. 21 rounds of radiotherapy. Mm-hmm. And um, I now I'm actually, I have neuropathy in my fingers and my toes, the balls mm-hmm. of my feet. Uh, I've lost my sensitivity. I have a little bit of lymphedema on my right arm, mm-hmm. which I'm controlling lifelong yep. now. Yep. Uh, I wear a constriction bandage every day. Every night I take it off and I put on a sleeve, a sleeve, um, mm-hmm. And raise it above my heart for drainage. Yep. Every month, I have twice a month. I go and have um, massage therapy on my right arm, my right breast, my my back to improve lymph flow. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a control thing for the rest of my life. The neuropathy may come back, may may go away, may not go away. Mm-hmm. But I have to live live with that now. So I'm just a bit slow on what I do. But the good thing is that I'm alive. Yep. And I've been having mammograms uh, since the age of 40 because I nearly died at 40 yep. uh, because of an ectopic pregnancy. And um, it's been a very long time. So I suggest that when women, you know, get their messages, you know, saying that you, it's time for your mammogram that you go and you don't avoid it. Yep. Because if you avoid it, because my, mes- my message came through on, and it was December, and I overlooked everything, the paperwork, mm-hmm. and missed my appointment. In the new year, I remembered. Had I not remembered, um, the, 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 the tumour could have increased and spread. Um, timing is very, very important. Mm. Well, look, the, you know, again, thank you to all the people listening to this podcast and to our radio show. But, of, of course, it doesn't matter what country you're in. You know, women around the world need to have a mammogram. And if you are a lady that's in another country that you don't have a mammogram available to you or nearby, um, go and see your doctor, find out what they can do for you. Um, you know, check yourself regularly. And yes. if you feel a lump or a bump or whatever, 
ask somebody else about it. Ask your girlfriends, ask your boyfriends, ask your husbands, ask, you know, your doctors, ask people. Keep asking the question and, and um, you know, I'm not saying this is so important that's i'm trying to i'm trying to make a point that it's so important you can save a life and more importantly you can save your own life but you can save other people's lives by talking about it and just saying to your young girlfriends and and Mm. other women mums and and sisters and say you know have you had a mammogram you know when was the last time you had a mammogram and i mean i can tell you this from personal experience I, i when i was a young man and i was uh running my own business i had a secretary um, who was a, a, an older lady who couldn't find a job because she was too old and everybody thought she was too old. But I loved her. She was fantastic. She had so much experience. She taught me so much how to run my business. So I employed her as my secretary. And, um, and then she worked for me for quite a few years. And she eventually um, found that she had a lump in her breast. And they had, at that time, they just take the whole breast off. And um, then they froze it and they said they were going to keep it and rebuild it and do this, that and the rest of it. And uh, over a period of time, she had some lymph glands that they hadn't removed and it got infected in her other lymph and her other breast had to come off. So she had both breasts taken off and she was, uh, uh, you know, an older lady at the time um, and she was... um, really affected in a really bad way but mentally she seemed to stay strong you know she was just such a lovely lady uh, always happy always cheerful and she said that's all right you know like I'll, I can live without them um, and she meant it you know she was really happy that she was alive she was grateful to be alive and you know without the pain but unfortunately it's just a matter of she's saying if only somebody had told her nobody ever told her she didn't know mm. that this lump in her breast was going to get bigger and bigger and worse and worse mm. you know and nobody talked to her about it that's just it and, and years ago it was a hush hush thing you know now I'm trying to make it so people do talk about it I'm trying mm. to you know and, and the world in Australia especially there, there's regular TV programs about it there's, they show it on TV shows they show it in movies they show it on uh, commercials and, and so it's regularly brought forward you know yes. Many, many, many women are afraid, even yeah, to talk about it. And I mean, I've met ladies, and I've said, you know, they see things on my arm. I had a contraption on my arm. With, they thought something was wrong with me, but it's where the chemical went through my arm. Yep. And I told them it's about breast cancer and what I'm going through. And I asked them, you know, well, have you had you know, a mammogram recently? And they said, no, I haven't. And they're too afraid to they're, find they're, out. They're very, and, look, very afraid. I mean, fear will, it's kill, like men, will kill you. It's men with prostate. They don't want to go because they don't want to know. Oh, it's better to know. It's better to know. That's it. Look, we're going to have to take a break as well. And time has flown so fast. Look, uh, Nikki, it's been a real pleasure having you here. We'll come straight back after these commercial breaks. Thank you. Estovest, a restaurant that offers traditional Italian food that Nonna would approve of. Famous for gnocchi and authentic Napolitana-style pizza. And every Thursday night, you can enjoy unlimited pizza for just $25. Wonderful coffee and staff that make you feel special. Estovest, Shop 1, 111 Angus Street in the city. To book, visit their website, estovest.com.au and click on Book Now. You'll feel like you're in Italy. Anna Faruja of Chapel Funerals. My role as a funeral director is to guide you through the emotional process of saying goodbye to someone you love. I'm here to help you make all the necessary arrangements so that you and your family may have peace of mind and time to remember and celebrate the life of the person you've lost. When the time comes, I'm here for you. So please call me, Anna Faruja, at Chapel Funerals on 81825100. Join me, Ron Fiedler and Karen Fiedler each Saturday morning from 9 to 10am for Talking Real Estate, your guide to real estate in Adelaide and South Australia. We'll bring you the latest local real estate news, interviews, tips and advice from property experts, plus report on the Italian property market and let you know about the week's open homes and upcoming auctions. And don't forget, I'll be bringing you my open home of the week. 
on Radio Italia Uno, 87.6 FM, Talking Real Estate, every Saturday morning from 9 till 10 a.m. Be in the know with Adelaide's local real estate show. Ti piace la musica? Hai voglia di metterti in gioco? Entusiasmo e personalità non ti mancano? Radio Italia Uno sta cercando te. Chiama l'82 123177 e anche tu avrai la possibilità di entrare a far parte del nostro team. Radio Italia 1, diamo voce alla tua voce. Radio Italia 1 You're listening to Peter Salerno on Happy Business Radio on Radio Italia 1, 87.6 FM. Okay, thank you very much and welcome back and thank you for listening to Radio Italia Uno and podcast, our podcast on Happy Business Radio. We are having such a good time today talking to Nikki and boy, time flies when you're having fun. But I just wanted to, you know, make people aware that it's the beginning of the year, the beginning of a new year. Let's make this year what you want it to be. You know, a few weeks ago we talked about planning and I... Um, Uh, also had a um, video that was put on Happy Business Radio. So if you haven't seen it, go back uh, on Happy Business Radio on Facebook and, and have a look at it. Ron did a great job of filming that and editing it, so thank you. And um, we put out um, a, a, like a little fireside chat, I suppose you could call it a little simple chat about um, my book, which is called Laugh With Me. So if anybody wants a copy of that, get in touch with me and I'll make arrangements for that. But also the fact is that we talked about planning. We talked about the importance of planning. And this is what 2022 is all about. Make 22 your best year. Make it your start year. Make it your final year of planning so that you go away from here with even a better plan. Look, let me just say this. Two weeks ago, I actually was invited to a board meeting and uh, um, a whole day seminar. And these people explained the plan that they had for 2002 right through to 2005, uh, 25. So over the next three years, what they were going to do. And I just mentioned something, I, you know, off the cuff, something said, and then I said, well, how could we make it better? And the guy looked and he said, you know, we spent six months on this. And another guy says, is that all? And then the guy said, well, you know, in three years' time, and then the, it came up, and like we always say, you, you tend to overestimate what you can do in two years or one or two years, but you always underestimate what you can do in five. And when I said that, they said, hell yeah, we could do this next year. One of the guys said, we could do this next year. And the guy said, well, what do you mean? He said, well, we spent six months on it and we had a whole committee going through it. He said, well, three of us here now agree that we could do it in less. And all of a sudden, the other five or six that were there at the board meeting before we went to the um, seminar uh, with the rest of the group, they said, you know, Pete, you're right. And the, the other three said, yeah, of course he's right. Look, we could do this in, in this one year. By the end of 2022, we're going to have that finished. He said, and one of the guys said, well, this shouldn't take us three years to do that. He said, if we're doing three years to do that, we're going to be sitting on our hands. <laughs> you know, and it was so interesting how quickly the three that picked up on it were able to influence the others. And all, all of a sudden the others said, oh, we, we spent six months on it. The committee worked on it, blah, 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 blah. And they were trying to justify themselves. And the guy says, it's not about, you know, laying blame and justify. Let's just look at it again. Did you really think we could do it? And the other three said, yep, we are. I thought, sure we can. And all of a sudden the other two or three, the other three got on board and they said, okay, we, we could. Yeah, I think we could. Yeah. And they, the one of the guys says, I'm not too sure. What were we thinking? Why were we locked in to that slow way of doing things? You know, and this is what's happened. In a lot of countries, in a lot of places, they are so slow at change, you know. And, and the biggest thing is the people that survive, the animals that survive, the planet that survived, the plants that survived are the ones that were able to quickly adapt, you know, adapt to change. 
And that's what's happening. The businesses this year and last year that survived, you know, 2020 through to 2021 and 2019 or 2018, what they were doing in 2018 didn't work in 2019. And by 2020, it was old hat. You know, companies that didn't go to um, use computers and Zoom and Skype and all these other things have not been able to fly interstate. You know, therefore they, they couldn't run a business. All of a sudden they're doing it through Zoom. They're saving the companies thousands and thousands of dollars on flights and accommodation and travel and the, the people are happy to stay home. And they're doing everything from home. So all I'm trying to say is look at what you're doing, whether it's your life or your business and how can you make it better. Learn from others. That's the thing. Now, Nikki is my special guest here today and... I, before you go, Nikki, I just wanted to say thank you again for coming in because it's a pleasure. You know, it's been really good having you here. It's been great. We, we've shaken people up a little bit, I hope, to make them realise that depression is not just the one thing. It can happen again and again if you don't look at it properly. If you don't solve it, if you don't put the foundation down properly, yes. you can fall over again and you trip over a couple of times. And then the universe itself has a sense of humour, so they'll just keep throwing things at you to try and test how good you are. Yes. You know, it's like sports. You become a good sportsman and all of a sudden they throw the ball a bit harder at you, you know. If you you're a good goalie, ready. if you're playing soccer and you're a good goalie, the, the guys will kick the ball from a different angle at you, you know. Yes, and you always have to be ready. Yeah, and then you've done very well. You've, you've managed to go from, you know, your first depression to your second depression. You've come out of that. You've made yourself stronger and stronger and stronger. Now you've had this breast cancer and you're getting stronger and stronger with that as well. So I really admire what you're doing. Um, thank you so much for coming in. Thank you. And, you know, we have to go because time's up already. But thanks, Nikki. Thank Is you. Is there anything else you wanted to say there quickly? What I wanted to say was uh, if you're a woman, go have a breast check. Have no fear. Be brave. You'll live longer. And that's enough. That's, that's a says Bal all. Balance your life in the new year. Yep. Right? Do a work-life-family balance. Life is very short. Make the most of it and you can only do it when you're alive. That's right. Keep healthy. Very well. Thank you very much and Happy New Year to everybody. And please keep in touch. Let me know if you have any questions at all. Send me a message. Send me a Facebook message or an email. Thank you. Thank you, Ron and Podcast City and Radio Italia Thank Uno. Thank you. Bye. Happy New Year. You have been listening to Happy Business Radio with Peter Salerno. Catch our show every Monday from 2 to 3 p.m. on Radio Italia Uno, 87.6 FM.